you want to see massive change happen in your life, then you need to take small and insignificant steps. Hey, it's Lucas Grobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. Welcome back to Weaver and Loom. For the past seven or eight episodes, we have been talking about my new book, Anchored, The Discipline to Stop Drifting. And today we are sharing a story from that book. Now, I wrote this book as a manifesto to myself when I started writing it, maybe about five, six years ago. I wrote it with a question of mine. What would be the book that I would want to read? What would be the book that my former self, five, six, seven years back when I was in my early 20s, 21, 22, 25 even, what book would have helped me the most and saved me the most amount of pain and frustration over the years? And out of it came this book. It was a manifesto, a letter to myself that I've now revised and changed and edited countless times. And I finally feel like it's been refined to the point where I am confident to release it to you. And I believe it's been so helpful to me and I believe it will be helpful to you and it will save years of frustration in your life. Today, we're sharing a story from that, which is about making and seeing radical change in your life. So often when we wanna see radical change, when I wanna see radical change, I think, okay, how can I radically transform my life? What do I need to do and change my schedule? And what? how do I, should I change the way that I eat? How do I change the way that I work out? How do I take these massive, often unsustainable steps to redefine and retransform my life so that I can reach my goals? Because I don't feel like I'm reaching my goals, right? You, you see those people who go from one crazy diet to the next crazy diet. They're like all paleo and they're like, it's the only way. And then the next week they're like, oh, it's not paleo. That's worthless. You got to eat just only empty carbs or you don't, I don't know. But you know, those people, right? Maybe, maybe you're one. I, in some ways, I am one of those people and I've learned not to be. And so the story comes from the Tour de France. Now, the France had never won in their own competition for you know a hundred years that it was in play. They never won their own competition. So they hired a coach named David Browsford. Now, David came in and he revamped the whole team. Now, I I would think if I if I was bringing in a new coach, if I was writing the storyline, if you will, I would see this montage where the new coach comes in and he throws over the the locker room and yells at everyone and says, we're going to give 110% and we're going to change everything that we're doing. And you have the montage of them working out in the rain and, you know, he's yelling, work harder, faster. And they're, the whole team is being forged through this furnace of, of hard work and dedication and discipline. And they finally come out after this massive transformation to win the Tour de France. But this is not what Dave did. Instead, he said, okay, in the top 1% of cyclists, there is such a negligible difference between the winner and the middle of the pack. In golf, for instance, the difference from between the winner and someone in the middle of the pack is 1.4 strokes. It's so small because they're operating at such a level of excellence already. So for the Tour de France, he said, 
We don't need to change everything. We need to find those tiny little margins where we can improve 1%. And if we can improve multiple different areas by 1%, we can see over time compounding growth and effects within our team. So what did they do? He said, we are going to wash our hands multiple times a day. Why? So that you're not getting sick with the cold, so that you're healthier over the course of the year, so that you get more training days and your body is stronger. Washing your hands was one of them. Another thing was better meetings. How are we conducting our meetings and who needs to be in these meetings? By changing the meetings, it gave people more time in their schedule, gave the racers more time in their schedule to be able to train to be able to do the work that matters. They said, our sleep is so important. And when we're actually in the race and we're going from town to town to town, if we're sleeping in different beds every night, we never know if we're going to have a good or a poor night's sleep. So they packed up all their beds and brought it to every stop along the tour so that they'd have consistency in their bed to get the optimal night's sleep. They They shaved off, how can we shave off of weight from the the wheels, from the frame? How can we reduce friction by 1%? Not 10%, just 1%. He estimated that they would be able to win the Tour de France within five years of implementing these changes through the compounding effects. But he was wrong. Instead of five years, they achieved and won the, the Tour de France within three years of him coming on as a coach, which is incredible. So how can we apply that to our life today? Let's say diet, let's say health. Instead of trying to go on this massive diet where we're changing everything and we're no longer able to eat with our friends and we're no longer able to live, you know, we have to have different meals than the rest of our family, which can be quite difficult sometimes if we're doing a massive diet change. Instead, what would happen if you had a full water bottle on you at all times and you stopped drinking sugary drinks like soda or Mountain Dew or Red Bull? What happens when you stop drinking those sugary drinks and you're replacing it with water? What sort of gains do you begin to see in other areas of your life? You have more energy, you probably have better sleep, you can have better health. And it's going to have a cascading effect in other areas of your life. So look at some areas, even today, and identify maybe one or two things that you can tweak and do differently to have cascading, multiplying, compounding growth and effects over time that's sustainable. That's what we're going after. We're going after small changes that are sustainable over time that produce massive effects. So that is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Please, if you have any questions, send them my way. I respond to every email, every DM, every message. I would love to hear from you. And finally, if you were inspired by this episode to stop taking massive crazy steps, but instead taking small 1% gains, share it with a friend that you know is looking to change their life dramatically, but can do it through small steps. Share this with a friend today. Finally, thank you for being here on the podcast. 
I'm Lucas Grobot, you are a change maker, and this is where destiny is woven. <laughs>